0: Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to uplevel their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, Savvies, welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. I'm here today with Yasmin Colbert. Yaz teaches millennial women how to master and monetize Instagram so that they can sell their expertise confidently online. I'm so excited to have Yaz here today to chat all about how to increase your engagement on Instagram. So let's just dive right in. Hi, Yasmin. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here and I can't wait to chat all about how to increase your engagement on Instagram with you. So before we dive into the show, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business, just how you got started doing it all. Okay, well, I'm Yasmin Colbert, and the name of
1: my business is YC Creative Enterprise, and we are a public relations and marketing agency, and what we do is we help increase the visibility of brands, events, and visions for success. What I am is I'm a publicist, so um, I work with a lot of authors, artists, I work in the entertainment industry, Um, so my entertainment, my high-profile clients, they require a lot of time for me, but mm-hmm. I basically just helped them get more visibility for their brand. Um, how I got started in this industry, well, I went to school for um, public relations. So I got my degree in communications from the University of North Florida. Um, shortly after graduating, I got my first job as a marketing coordinator of Bayram Blushes, Jacksonville, um, yes. which is where I'm from. Um, worked there for a little while, then I started uh, working at digital marketing agency where I got acquainted with social media marketing from there I started working in radio so I worked with iHeartMedia for three years Um, and then after that while I was at iHeartMedia I basically started my business from there and now I just use my connections that I've built with different platforms from working at iHeartMedia to help my clients get more visibility.
0: That's awesome. I I like how you had so many different paths and uh, so many cool companies to have worked for and notable companies. So that's cool. I always love hearing people's stories. Um, I actually majored in PR as well. Um, I ended up taking the more social media route versus like Mm public stuff, but um, it was really, I mean, didn't have social media when I went to college, like that wasn't a major. So I couldn't have majored in that even if I wanted to. (laughs) But yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, that's really cool. Awesome. So but today we're going to be talking a little bit about Instagram. So I know Instagram is like a huge topic right now and it basically seems they seem to come out with new things every month or the algorithm changes every month. But how often should we kind of be like posting to our Instagram feed each week? I know that they change us a lot. Some people say every single day. Some people say like multiple times a day. Like what's kind of the sweet spot for that?
1: Um, the sweet spot for me personally is I post once a day, mm-hmm. um, but When I first started out with Instagram, I was posting like three times a day. Sometimes I went down to like two times a day. But I think it's really important for people to take a look at their analytics and see when is the best time that my audience is going to be online. Because even though you're going to be posting, you want to make sure that people are going to be able to see it so they can engage with it. And that's really how you beat the algorithm is by gaining more engagement with your post. So once you find out what is the best time to post, then post during those times. If you know you're not going to get that much engagement by posting at 9 a.m. in the morning, then don't post at 9 a.m. Just post at that one particular time where you're going to get the best amount of engagement. Totally, yeah. I think so that's it's really- like, yeah, it's really like no It's like a, it's kind of a secret sauce, but not really, it really just like what works best for your business. Like analyze that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just like a little bit of trial trial and error, just like anything would be just kind of making sure like, okay, what looking at analytics, seeing when people are online, especially with business accounts now, it's super easy to see that. It's not like a, you know, it's not completely, um, hidden information. You can easily access that if you have your business account. So you know, use it. Like, Mm -hmm. helpful. don't just try, like, you're not going to get any engagement if you post at 2am and your audience lives in the U S and it's, you know, two or three. Mm -hmm. So just like be cognizant for sure. Um, so when it comes to content, what kind of content should we be posting on our Instagram feed? I know like still pictures are important, but like, should we be posting like, videos and, you know, different, like, because I know a lot of people do, like, their podcasts. I'll post, like a, like, a little audio clip with, like, a still picture in the background or some kind of video. Like, what what do you think is, like, the best thing? Um, I would
1: say video. Video is, like, the next level. I mean, still pictures, you know, that's kind of been around since Instagram started, posting yeah. the still pictures. But video is, like, this new thing. And once you, like, start posting video even utilizing IGTV is um, a really great strategy, but I definitely um, tell people to use video, go live if you can. I know a lot of people are like really scared to go live. And I'm like, you have to, you have to put a face with your brand. Mm -hmm. Like they have to know that it's someone um, behind this, you know, this big brand that you're building. Like you got to humanize it. You got to find that connection. So if you're going live, if you're doing any type of video, Um, I definitely think that that's the best piece of content to use, but you can never really go wrong with posting a still picture Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. you know, writing a long caption. I know a lot of people say don't write long captions, but I'm a writer at heart. I mean, Mm -hmm. like you went to school for PR. like Mm -hmm. It's it's a writing-based major. Like you have to write your tail off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. um, (laughs) Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do is to write. So my captions are usually super long. Um, and they had, and I use still pictures a lot, but I also
0: do IGTV and I go live a lot as well. So yeah, don't don't leave anything out. Yeah. I think it's good to mix it up. And I mean, they're giving us these features for a reason. They want us to utilize it, especially the newer features. Like when IGTV came out, you know, I don't know if they're still doing this, but whenever they come out with new features, they kind of like push the people who are using their features and they kind of promote them. Mm -hmm. Same with like Facebook Live when it was like around and pretty new. They were like promoting the people who are using Facebook Live and sharing with more other people um, just because they're like, mm-hmm. wanting people to use it. I'm not sure if that's how it is now since it's been around a while, but just using the features that they give us is really important. I mean... Obviously, you will have to use them all at once because it can be overwhelming, but once you feel like you have your feed mm-hmm. down, maybe start like kind of venturing to stories and then start venturing to IGTV, You're just like taking it one like step at a time, but still trying to utilize mm-hmm.
1: them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You just got to find out, you know, what your
1: flow is, what, what's going to work best for you. If you notice that your audience is engaging more with you, you know, in IG stories, then utilize IG stories. You don't have to use every single feature, but I mean, what's going to hurt if you try it or not, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you to try them. If you find that your audience isn't really resonating with it, then just don't do it. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to try for sure. So kind of let's talk about hashtags. Do you think they still work? Are they still beneficial to use? Um, Or is it just kind of like clutter? Me, personally,
1: hashtags is, has gotten me, like, so many opportunities.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I definitely recommend using hashtags. That's how I've grown my following thus far, yeah. um, using, utilizing Gary V's 180. 180, um, I think it's 180 rule or something like that, um, but where you basically find, like, 10 hashtags that relate to your audience or relate to your industry, and you comment on, like, the first, the top nine of those posts and leave genuine comments not like nice photo or <laughs> great no actually like those are so annoying yes uh, but i no, can leave those a genuine <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah i start like i don't know sometimes i respond to them sometimes i don't but i'm like please stop <laughs> but um
0: one leave a genuine one. comment yeah i think that's leave like, a that genuine one. comment and then those stupid oh, no. ones that are like um what do they say like we can help you grow your following. I'm like, no, go away. You're a spammy oh, robot. So annoying. Like, so
1: annoying. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so annoying. I, really I block them. Those I say that. Ugh. Yeah,
0: Gosh, like no. If I needed your help, I would ask for it. Thank you. Like that's is that really working for you? Because if it is, then I'm really shocked. But <laughs> yeah, right. So when it comes to hashtags. How many do you think we should use per post? Do you think we should use all 30 or, you know, is there kind of, um, you know, a s- certain number that we should use or do you think since Instagram allows us to use 30, should we use all 30? I use all 30. Um,
1: yeah. I use all 30, but I switch up my hashtags like every month. So yeah. I'll use the 30s consistent hashtags. Um once a month uh, not once a month I'm sorry um once every you know just use that group for yeah. that particular month and then I switch it up um, yeah. because you don't want to be shadow banned like a lot of people don't know that that's a, that's really a thing like it's really a thing <laughs> you can get shadow banned and shadow banned means that if you use a particular hashtag um and that hashtag is like has been used like many times or it's being used by like bots or anything in our Senate, Instagram will like basically put your your account on like, it's almost like a part like an Instagram jail. Like you wouldn't be, people wouldn't be able to comment or you wouldn't be able to comment on people's posts. Like you don't want to be in Instagram jail. Just know that. So <laughs> um, switching up the hashtags is definitely a key strategy for me. Um, and then just using that 180 rule with Gary Vee, just going in and mm-hmm. use using genuine comments on other people's posts so yeah. that other people will check you out to see like, you know what, and like actually respond to people's call to action. Like, and if you don't yeah. know what a call to action is, that's like directing your audience to complete a desired action. So um, for example, call now or click the link in my bio. That's a, that's a biggie. Um, or even or, you know, like sign up.
0: I said, or even just asking a question, like, just like, so what, like, you know, (laughs) do you want to outsource in your business if you had $50 or whatever, Mm you know, stuff like that? I think that's key. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you're just saying, like, oh, I really love this photo or something, like, that's not doing anyone any good for sure. Right.
1: Exactly. So, you know, maybe like saying, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. Or I really, really like your dress or, you know, something genuine but mm-hmm. so that person could either respond to your comment or someone else might see your comment and be like who is this girl talking about she like her dress
0: <laughs> right right i mean that works for like fashion bloggers and stuff but yeah not not mm-hmm. necessarily for like those really deep captions that's like they literally didn't even look at <laughs> mm-hmm, right Um, So when it comes to like hashtags and stuff, is there like kind of a sweet spot for the number of uses that we should take into consideration? Because I know the ones with like 3 million uses probably won't be as beneficial for us as like the little bit, a little bit smaller ones. So what do you think? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So use hashtags. I typically don't use any hashtags that have more than maybe like maybe 100,000 uses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely recommend like using the ones that have less than 10,000 because you'll be seen easier if you're using a hashtag that has three million uses mm-hmm. I mean you're just going to fall into a sea of yeah, photos no one's see and it. if you don't have a great yeah if you don't have a great photo you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna get to the top mm-hmm. and I have been proven like I have clients I have coaching clients um, with social media that come to me and they're like oh my gosh like I need a hashtag strategy how do I do this and when I teach them how to utilize hashtags they're like oh my gosh I made it to like the top nine I was like nah. the second photo or the first photo I'm like yeah because you have to be more strategic about your hashtag uses <laughs> so I'm trying to use three million the hashtag that has three million uses thinking that oh it's it's three million uses that it must be a super popular hashtag yeah it is and it's not going to work for you yeah
0: (laughs) it's it's so popular that your post will be buried within like minutes (laughs) so there's no within minutes exactly Exactly. (laughs) yeah Yeah, I I I agree with that like using I I typically offer like 150 to 200k like ones anyone's under that because I know um Eventually, hashtags like, pick up so much traction so fast. It's like hard to like get it when it's like under a certain amount. But yeah, definitely like, the ones mm-hmm. working, like those are not going to do you any good. So don't waste your space on um, right. So do you have like multiple sets of hashtags? Do you have like you know like five or six that you rotate through, or how does that work? For my hashtags, mm-hmm. I group them like according to um,
1: uh, what is it? I forgot the name of it but um just I put them in buckets oh, yeah. so I have some that relate to like my business so the industry so, mm-hmm. so it'll be my business in particular so publicity publicist um marketing and yeah. then I'll group it into the type of clients I want to attract so that's entertainment clients or mm-hmm. authors or you know um, artists and then I also do by location yeah. uh, so where those people are located who I'm trying to reach um I do it also by um what actually the the photo that I'm posting if if it's related to that particular post so I'll find hashtags like if I'm doing a a a post about um I'll say like trees (laughs) because I'm looking at a tree right now (laughs) Uh, if I'm doing a post uh, that has something to do with trees I'll make sure I use hashtags that relate to trees you know so Just putting it in in different buckets and then picking out hashtags for that. But like I said, I use all 30. So um, I just put them in the buckets and pick out 30 within those buckets.
0: Yeah, I think that helps too because then you're not constantly looking for new ones um you're like you know you have different buckets and you can pull from like some from each and then mix them up each time so that you're not like oh mm-hmm. I need to go look for hashtags every single day to find new hashtags so i like to like keep mm-hmm. a spreadsheet or something so i'm like okay these are my business hashtags these are my ones related to social media these are my area hashtags mm-hmm. like, you know just to make it so easy because otherwise yeah like all your time looking for hashtags and then you're like okay like this is taking way too much time. Um, yeah, it's super time consuming looking for hashtags.
1: Even when I do have to sit down, I'm like, Okay, time to redo my hashtag strategy. It takes so much time yeah. just to find them. Yeah. And then um I don't know if you do this, but um if I don't have my content scheduled, I have hashtags saved on as like um what is it called? Like a like a suggestion. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. When I'm texting. Yeah, so like I type in a word like pound
0: hashtag and then yeah. it'll pop up all my hashtags. Yeah. So yeah, now all I, I have to I do I that. Is click that it. That's a really good hack on your iPhone that you can set up. Um, but I also, yeah, I, I use Planoly, and they have like a place where you can store your hashtags. So I just pull from that and then put them directly in the post and um, they don't like auto post for me with the hashtags so then I don't even have to worry about it. So, same
1: same I use Planoly too that's like my favorite Instagram tool like I don't even like any other um Instagram posting tool no <laughs>
0: I, tried, I tried like later and I was not a big fan I was like this is not like visually appealing and it's like not as right. it's kind of confusing like Planoly just makes sense for my brain because it's just like all right, you upload the photos here and then you put your stories here. It's just like, it just like makes so much more sense. I got into later and I was like, um, I mean, I know how to work this, but it's not as intuitive. And my clients were confused by it too. So I was like, no, 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 no we're, we're all going to use Planoly. <laughs> um, I don't care. Yes, about. I agree, But yeah, it just, it works. Um, cool. Um, I do wish Instagram would auto post stories though. That is my big right now I'm like come on guys let us auto post stories like auto posting to the feed is amazing but man I would love to auto post my stories as well
1: (laughs) yeah that'd be great I
0: haven't tried it yet but
1: you know what I really like stories like I'm on my stories more than I am really like on my feed Mm -hmm. um so like just doing my day-to-day that's that's pretty much what my story is so I don't really need anything to like help me schedule out stories because I just kind of like just go with the flow like, there's really no strategy with my stories. except for, like, using hashtags and stories. Guys, make sure you use hashtags and stories because yes, I've gotten a lot of traction just from using hashtags in my story. They work the same exact way that they do on oh. your um on your feed if you were okay. just to post a photo. Like, it works yeah. the same way.
0: <laughs> it, it's, really cool. it's really cool. I like doing that, too. And I, I sometimes I just forget because I'm in a rush. But I think it's really beneficial because... You know we get more eyes on our stuff than just our followers and you know that's the goal like you're always trying to grill always trying to reach new people so why not like take advantage of that you don't have to put like you don't put all 30 in your stories like that's a little much but just a couple ones that are going to be relevant and just make them tiny or you can hide them behind a background or something um so they're not like obvious. right but yeah obviously don't try and stuff 30 in there that's a little excessive just for your story and it would be kind of annoying to hide that many but um yeah so definitely stories um you need to be using hashtags yeah story. so i know that Absolutely. engagement is such a big deal right now like everyone's like oh my post is only getting this many likes and it used to get this many likes i mean i've had the same thing i know that's happened to me like 3 years ago i used to get so much or like crazy engagement and then all of a sudden it, like when they change the you know the way that the algorithm works like that just stopped so kind of how can what are some tips you have for us to combat the algorithms other than like posting good content and using hashtags do you have any other tips for us on that
1: on combating the algorithm um besides good content i mean content is king so that's yeah. like my number one um if you don't have good content you don't have anything <laughs> yeah um so good content is one hashtagging um it's to and then being engaging so just um going on other people's posts like a lot of people ask me all the time like how do I get more engagement and I'm like well are you engaging yeah so like are you engaging with people how do you want people to engage with and your face like, no. you're not <laughs> engaging with Right? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> how, do, how does that work? You know, how do you go to like a party and just, just sit in the corner and, and expect people to, to just like come engage with you if you yeah. aren't engaging with yeah. other people? Like, it uh, doesn't uh, work like that. So.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love that analogy. Like, it's like you can't just expect people to just show up on your page and start engaging. You need to do the work too. And I mean, obviously not everyone has time to spend like two or three hours a day on Instagram. Obviously I get that, but like 30 minutes a day at least is like, I think that's key. Cause it's just doing your part. I mean, respond and responding to your own comments. Like you really need to respond to your own comments. I don't care if we're responding to them seven days later, you need to respond to your own comments. Cause it's just kind of rude. Absolutely. You know? I hate when people just like <laughs> it. I'm like, how hard is it to say thank you? Like, come on. I'm sure <laughs> Like if, especially with the big people like you have someone doing your social media for you so why can't they do it you know <laughs> so it's just absolutely i agree 100 percent. it actually annoys me when the
1: the bigger accounts don't engage with their followers because i'm like are these people even like really really loyal to you like are they because you don't seem like a really nice person to me i automatically feel like oh you're just not a
0: good
1: person not always a good person I would just say you're just not you're not the type of person that I want to
0: do this yeah like they go above and beyond for their for their audience you know because they're you know like if you can't even take the time to like a comma or say thank you or even just put an emoji like yeah exactly so yeah like how hard is it and plus it also boosts your post too like when you comment on your own stuff like responding to people it helps boost your stuff and algorithm so why not like it's just a free yep. booth for you. Like, why not do it? So, yeah, definitely, definitely very key. Okay, so let's now dive into the three questions I ask everyone that comes on the show. So the first one is, what does it mean for you to be an entrepreneur? And what is your favorite part about it?
1: Um, what does it mean to me to be an entrepreneur? Um, I would say, for me personally, it is financial freedom um, and just being able to, to take, take ownership of my time. Like I'm able to do exactly what I want to do when I want to do it, how I want to do it. So um, just, yeah, having that, that freedom, that financial freedom, like not being constrained to a certain amount of money. Like when I was working at iHeart and like no lie guys, like I took a pay cut to work at iHeart Radio, iHeart Media. They don't pay that well. No. Um, <laughs> I took a pay cut and I was making like, Twenty, twenty-five, twenty-six thousand dollars a year. Like that's the cap. So they mean you mean to tell me that I'm only worth twenty-six thousand every year? I can make twenty-six thousand in like three months in my business.
0: Yeah, yeah, so it's,
1: that's,
0: yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, yeah, you, it's just so much better to have that freedom and like not have a salary cap because you know. Yeah if you can make more money on your own, why not? I mean, it can, it can definitely be a little harder at first to get to that level because obviously you're growing from the ground up, but it's so much more rewarding. Like I'd rather make, you know, way more on my own and work a little bit harder and a little bit longer than like be stuck working for someone else and having like a 5% salary increase every year. Like, no, not even 5%, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with
1: you on that
0: <laughs> okay so what is your favorite tool that you use in your business just something that you couldn't live without tools that I
1: use in my business that I couldn't live without I could not live without my my g-suite I could not live without my g-suite um so for people who don't know what g-suite is oh it's, yeah um yeah it's it's google it's like uh like it's so hard to explain but it's, it, it's like it, Microsoft Word, it's yeah, Microsoft, it has, it's Excel, it's PowerPoint, it's yeah, your it's okay. email. You have folders. It's your cloud, it's your yeah. folders, it's it literally your entire business in just one like cloud. Like it's it's amazing. G Suite by Google is like a lifesaver. And it's free.
0: <laughs> it's free. You don't have to
1: pay <laughs> Absolutely, it's free unless you want like particular emails like yeah. if you want like a business email so yeah. so a business email would be like my the name of my website is marketing dot com yeah. um so I got an email that has like hello at marketing dot com if you want something personalized like that, then it costs like maybe like five dollars
0: per email yeah. or something. something like that or something it's really not that bad, but then every other aspect of it's not free um i yeah it's really key to have a like domain name email because I think it just makes you look more professional. But, um, I mean, Absolutely. how can you beat $6? Like you just can't, it's just so. Yeah, crazy.
1: you can't,
0: you really can't. Your entire <laughs> business in like
1: one system. It, it's amazing.
0: Which one do you use? I use 17
1: hats. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I like it i want something of just a little better but for now it's been getting the job done so i i recommend it
0: i use dubzato and i really love it so if you're looking for a new option i i definitely recommend dubzato um it's really good dubzato
1: uh, yeah. i tried it out i didn't
0: like it really? i tried it
1: out for a little while yeah i, I did i, 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 I had 70 hats first and then i um Cancelled my 17 hats to try out saddle. and then I don't know. I don't know why I didn't like it. It was just some. I guess maybe because I was like so used to 17 hats that I was just like, it's not working like how 17 hats would work, so I just don't like it.
0: <laughs> I think it's once you have it, like you have to really get it set up for it to be like utilized properly. Cause I have like workflows and stuff set up and it just makes things so easy, but it takes a little bit to set it up. Cause it's kind of confusing at first. Like one of my friends was like, how do you even like do this? And I was like, here, let me just help you, <laughs> cause it's kind of confusing at first. Yeah. Um, but the other cool thing about Google suite is that, um, I don't know. I don't remember what I was going to say, but it's amazing. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if people, Oh, you know, it's with emails. Okay. So you can set up aliases. So if you have hello at your, your website.com, you can do like Uh podcast at your website.com and it's like free, but it all can redirect to your one email. It just helps you like separate it into different folders and stuff. So that you don't have like a bunch okay. of inquiries coming to your direct inbox. It can go them to like a folder and people are emailing like podcast at, but it's coming to hello at. So it's not like a separate inbox, but it's like helpful if you want to keep things separate or if you want to use like support at and then it goes into like a support folder or something. So if you did want to just manage everything out of one inbox, you could have like your support team looking in that support folder instead of your general inbox. So that's just another tip that in case you don't want to pay like, Another five or six dollars for an extra email address. Um, you can do that too. So that's helpful. I
1: couldn't wait. I didn't know that. You, <laughs> you just taught me something new. Okay. Um, I have. I can do
0: what? I have a couple set no. <laughs> <have a> up. <laughs> I have like. I think I have support. At, I have. I have podcasts. I believe, and then I have like. Um, what is it? Team at, and that's like any like anyone who applies to. Um, you know, be on my team since I have an agency. That that will that's where all the applications will go. So it's not like you know flooding my regular inbox because that can get really overwhelming. Right. Yeah, it's cool. You can set it up directly in um, the GC Suite um, page. So
1: okay, we we gotta talk after after the podcast. So <laughs> uh, do you guys show me how to do that? I will. I like will. That. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then lastly, okay. <laughs> um, who is your go-to business resource? Just someone that. Like they, you're always kind of inspired by the, um, things that they're putting out into the world and things like
1: that. Um, I would say my business friend, her name is Tiff Marshall. Okay. Um, and she's a social media consultant as well. Um, we met when I initially started my business, I was doing social media. I was like social media heavy. So that was basically what I wrap my business around. Um, and then I gradually just worked my way up to um, public relations and being a publicist because that's just what I always wanted to do but she inspired me and still does inspire me so much um, on the social media set so
0: her name is at Tiff Marshall. Awesome I'll I'll definitely include that in the show notes but it's always nice to have friends like that that you know can kind of inspire us whether even if they're like at a different place in their journey or at the exact same place as us. It's always nice to have those kinds of people in our life. And then last thing, where can we find you? So your website, your social media channels that you hang out on the most, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Yaz And that's so Y a B Z C O L B as in boy E R T. My website is marketing with, Yc.com. Okay. And if you tell me that you heard this on the podcast, please shoot me a DM. I respond to my DMs. I'm very, very communicative. So um please let me know that you heard this. And I was like, oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'll leave everything in the show notes so you guys can go and check her out. And um definitely, yeah, thank you for being here with me today. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com episode 99. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Babes Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.